Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so after music streams and games and marbles, how are we going to follow that? Uh, what have we got? We've got beer. All right. Okay, so not sure if we can match the donations, but we're going to give it the old college try. So uh, join us as we down a bunch of dragon's milk and hopefully survive the streamathon. Uh, join us as we have a drink. It's the Diamond Club New Year's Eve streamathon. Well, um, okay then. Hey, everybody. What was the, uh, uh, hi. Oh, sorry. You should do your intro here. Sorry. I'm like, uh, what's the audio problem? Okay. Uh, welcome to have a drink (laughs) show where you learn along with us about what you drink. I'm Brittany Lee Walker. We're going to have fun tonight. Yep. Justin Frazier here. I'm Christopher Walker. And I'm Casey Price. Yeah. Welcome. He's going, going off to a good start. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, uh, this gonna go a little weird tonight so first i guess we should probably talk about our well we've got what are we drinking we're drinking a lot of dragon's milk variants tonight we got a whole lot of dragon's milk and we're gonna be piling into them very shortly so bob why don't you tell us a little bit about the brewery who brings us dragon's milk i feel like we've done this bit before but new holland uh brewing company makes dragon's milk they uh their deep roots in the craft industry go back to 1997 which is longer ago than we all care to think uh, their role is integral to the members of the artisan approach. That is something they take seriously, yet engage lightheartedly. Uh, New Holland Brewing believes in art uh, that the art of craft lies in the fostering of rich experiences for their customers, mm-hmm. and through their creative creating authentic beer, spirits, and food while providing a great service. Now, uh, where's their where's their money? <laughs> Do we get paid? No, no. Oh, if only. Uh, Recognizing for their uh, creativity and artistry, New Holland's mission to improve the lives of craft consumers everywhere and their diverse, balanced collection of beer and spirits uh, with 400 employees. That's, I feel like, I don't know if that's more or less than I expected them to have. Uh, Well, that read is a little old, but I would say pre-pandemic, they were probably at more than 400 employees. Yeah. Pre-2020, lots of things have changed. Well, they... They sell their beer and spirits across 38 states and four countries. I'm betting those are in the Americas. Uh, In 2025, the production facility underwent substantial development, tripling their brewing capacity and additional uh, indoor and outdoor fermentation, keg line expansion, uh, Dragon's Milk Cellar, additional refrigerated warehouse space, new wash and column still, uh, and new shipping docks, and increased manpower, among other enhancements. I can't say enhancements without thinking of boob jobs. I don't... Mm. Or other places... Uh, it's being pointed out that Bob is wearing a hat on a hat, but you're missing the fact that you he's don't wearing even a hat know. on a hat on a hat. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a, this is a fox and socks moment. Uh, okay, so. All right, so uh, it has been a couple of years since we've graced you all with uh, this Dragon's Milk lineup. And since then, they've added a few new year rounds. So we've got our kickoff with Dragon's Milk White. I'll try and hold them up. Well, if the screen would switch. Is it up? Okay. <laughs> uh, yep. 
Uh, so the Dragon's Milk White is a nod to New Holland Brewing's 20 years of barrel aging expertise and commitment to innovation in the name of flavor. The next legend to unfold in the Dragon's Milk family, Dragon's Milk White, creates a full-flavored yet lighter stout drinking experience that presents familiar flavors in a complexity, unexpected way? What? In a completely unexpected way. I'm adding complexity to where it's not. <laughs> so this is a bourbon barrel-aged white stout. And if you're like me, even though we do a podcast about these things, I was like, the hell's a white stout? Uh, I don't know. Other than looking like this. A white stout uh, is brewed with cold-steeped coffee, cacao nibs, and vanilla beans and uses high-protein wheat and oats to give the beer its full-body feel. The result is a creamy and slightly sweet beer with a strong malt backbone. Close your eyes, and one might call it a cream ale or vanilla porter. Okay. I definitely get a cream ale vibe so, from yeah, it. This, this is going to be the lightest one we have tonight. Ooh. This is a 6% ABV, 35 IBUs, and a beer advocate score of 86. So it mm. can't be that bad. Is that the right video? Huh? Oh, no, it isn't. So <clears throat> I was looking at the can. And this is one of the things that when we first started, I'm like, okay, stout flavors, heavy on the you know, chocolate, heavy on roastedness, and you usually add darker color balls to get there. But what I'm seeing here is in very tiny print at the very bottom, it shows bourbon barrel aged white stout with coffee, chocolate, and vanilla extract. So they're definitely adding in some vanilla extract flavors there. Yeah, they're, it tastes like a vanilla bean. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're adding in that coffee and they're adding in that... Um, that extra chocolate, straight chocolate, to not get as much care or not as much color, but more of the actual flavors that you would expect there. Should I be drinking this 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 quickly, or is this a bad sign? It's only six percent. You're okay. fine. <laughs> oh, delicious! And I do like that they do cold steeped coffee now. This isn't a straight up stout, though. I mean, like whenever you're mm -hmm. you're you're closing your eyes and like they ask and and say, okay, no. um, what are you looking for here? It's it doesn't taste like a stout, although I do like it, the gimmick of the white yeah. stout. It's got notes that make me think of stout, but mm -hmm. now I can you can tell completely. Of course, I I mean when you know it's going to change it, but there's nothing about it that makes me think stout. No, it's it's just it's a it's a um, yeah vanilla cream ale. Is what it tastes like. And Ren, we'll, we're working on the right-left issue. We're showing that we're broadcasting to um, both sides on this one, so we're trying to figure out where that yeah, might be. Yeah, I'm not be. really sure what, it, what that's going on. Um, but we're working on that, trying to figure it out. We may not be able to get it this stream, but we've got another one on the West Coast. We'll probably work on it between now and then, definitely, and, and see if we can come up with an issue, um, uh, a solution to that issue. Um, I'm really liking this. Yeah. want to pull out the next one. So, how many are there tonight? Eight. Eight total dragons milk variations. Um, Chris, you can kind of tell a little bit about what it took to kind of get some of these. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's some rooting around and putting some feelers out on the internet for a few of them, which we'll get to in a little bit, to try and find someone locally who was able to make it to the brewery to find some of these. But it does require keeping an eye out on... New Holland's uh, Twitter feed to know when some of the variants are going to hit because they don't sit in stores long. And then I have to gobble them all up and not drink them throughout the year. 
Yeah, because they do release throughout the year these different variations. It's almost like a seasonal release type thing. Yes, uh, usually three or four a year as I finish topping these off. Pass that down. Take one and pass it down. We all know the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks like a red ale. So we are coming in now with the Dragon's Milk Solera, of which... Mm. Our great head brewer here is going to tell you all about it. So this is aged in American Oak Fooders. Now, Fooders are giant vats. Um, I hate that word usually, but, I mean, it really is what it is. Um, it's a giant barrel with no top on it. Um, when you, Hygienic. <laughs> when you um, put, put this into the fooder, you're going to get, in most cases, some souring action going on. Although I think they've really kept this one fairly clean. Um, it's not super sour or anything like that. It's also 10% alcohol, so help, that'll help prevent some of that. Um, <laughs> so need, it's sips. I need reactions along with me. It, it's a pretty big uh, 10% strong ale um, done in the Solera process. So Solera probably most commonly will be shown in like some of the um, some of the different uh, wines that you're going to get from Europe, like. The, the western side of Europe. So we're talking like Portugal, Spain, that area. Um, those wines are put into a new barrel, or not a new barrel, but old barrels. So they're put into the barrel. And then whenever you are ready for the next year, you take out half, a third, whatever it may be, and take that batch and put that down into the next barrel and fill that first barrel up with the rest of the way of new wine, in this case, beer. And then you take that next batch that you just took out and you may put that on down the line two or three different times, um, taking it down to the next one. And then the next year you take half that out and on down. And so basically when you get to the end, you've aged that beer or wine three, four years in the first few years. Now, when you get around to the next time that you do it, you take out a, a batch of that you take out half and you bottle it but you left half in there so you've got three-year-old beer that you add two-year-old beer on top of uh, and then okay. the next year your three-year-old beer turns to four years old your two turns to three and so that's aged progressively as a as a group um the process basically allows you to have by the time you get down to the end of it it allows you to have a little bit whatever that little bit may be of that first batch in every single batch on down the line. And so the Slayer projects are, are really cool. Um, they tend to get really funky though. And so by the time you get to uh, beers, which are fairly low alcohol, most of the time it gets really kind of sour. So it's, uh, so it's the professional version of the King's Cup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody yeah. puts a little in. So with the professional King's Cup, I'm getting... Not really much of a sourness. I'm getting more. I don't know if it's just me being broken. I'm getting like butterscotch. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm getting fig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. A lot of dark fig. dark fruits yeah. and that kind of thing. I think we're definitely going to do a vertical of this down the road when we get some years vintages backed up because it came out last year and I didn't get a hold of any then. So I'm starting with this year because I've got some extra set aside. And we'll we'll build and revisit this definitely throughout the years to see what's happening with this. But it, it's really cool to see them trying these new things with Dragon's Milk. They're not just letting letting it sit. And at this point, they could 
spin it off into its complete own brand. And I, I do think that's worth pointing out. This is not Dragon's Milk, as we've we've this, called it before. It's not an Imperial Stout. It's a strong ale. But they've been able... I think people know Dragon's Milk well beyond New Holland. Um, in yeah. fact, Dragon's Milk's the largest font on this instead yeah. of the, the name of the company that makes it. So New Holland's only on the neck. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's it. It's, I think they're going to do it like, um, what was it, uh, that Stone did with Arrogant Bastard? They where, spun Arrogant yeah, Bastard out into its own. I, they, they really need to do that with this because it just makes more sense. Also, I don't think I like this beer. <laughs> I think... Um, I, I, I don't think I'm a fan. This should probably be a good ager. Um, I'm going to save some of it and set it here because I have heard, we're, we've got these fairly cold. Um, I've heard that as it ages... It opens up quite a bit. So we'll come back to that here in just a little bit, and we'll be able to take a sip on that. It's also quite bitter. Mm, yeah. Yeah, you don't get a sourness. It's definitely bitter. All right. Well, next up, uh, and after this one, we'll probably need to get into um, the charity three. a bit. bit. And uh, we also have like 15 minutes or 14 minutes, I guess, till the, the big <laughs> New Year's <laughs> to yeah. do. Uh, so... This one is a little more standard on the Dragon's Milk Train. This is what we've all come <laughs> to know and love. Yes. If you found one, grab it out now because that's what you're getting ready to see us taste now. Yeah. Uh, so this is a 17th century term used to describe the strong beer usually reserved for royalty. The strong ale was aged in oak for over 120 days. The aging process extracts flavors of the wood, which contribute to its complex character. Hints of bourbon flavor perfectly complement the roasted malts uh, uh, to produce a beer fit for a king. Uh, so this, of course, is just the dragon's milk, just regular it's dragon's milk. Uh, it's the barrel or barrel-aged stout, uh, 11% alcohol, 31 IBUs. You will not taste those. <laughs> there is a, there's not usually any bitter to this. Uh, 91 score on Beer Advocate, mm -hmm. uh, and then Glacier and Nugget Hops. Um, this is the one, if you've had it at all, now granted, Dragon's Milk isn't available everywhere. And it's in like 40-some states, it's, so... It's I mean, you know, but if, if a lot of people are on the West Coast, I don't think it's as, as prevalent there. Yeah, of all their beers, this guy is probably the most widely distributed. Yeah. Um, Much better than Pilgrim's Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, this beer is probably their flagship, I would say, oh, more yeah. than anything else that they've got. So, yeah, all the, the stats we read for this, uh, for the rest of the beers of the night, those are going to be the stats, yeah. unless stated otherwise. Unless, or, so is the ABV about on par with that, the rest yeah. of them? Okay. If the ABV changes, we will say. Yeah. I, it just smells so good, even. Mm -hmm. I'm it's so, that, it's that, bourbon, that bourbon barrel-aged... Don't you, know. you smell so good? Yeah. <laughs> I, just I got get, creepier. It smells like I'm sniffing <laughs> a candy bar. No, no, downward spiral. <laughs> Pull those others out of the uh, out of the the cold cooler. Make sure they warm up a little bit. Yeah, I'm having safe. a hard time today tasting. Promise yeah. it's not the CV. I was gonna say, um, <laughs> but no, just just as far as like I'm getting the bitterness on this one, and I usually don't taste the bitterness. It's usually sweeter to me. Yeah. Um, I almost feel like the last time I had it, it was a different recipe. But this one, this one tastes more dry, bitter. Tastes more like a true imperial stout mm -hmm. instead of a lactose stout. If that makes I, any sense. I'm getting a lot of sweetness. I'm. I'm. Mine's tasting. Huh. Mine's tasting pretty sweet with mine. I. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just... Christmas well, to pour me a different part of that bottle. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. 
so yeah, just a pro tip on the whole, uh, he keeps mentioning the cold beers. If you're having a stout, you definitely want to get it a bit warmer. You know, not warm, warm, but like room don't, temperature. Don't toss it on the oven. Don't, yeah, you know. You know, you're not making warm milk to go to bed. <laughs> Can you imagine? Sometimes <laughs> just get it out of the fridge and let it beer. sit on the counter for like 20 minutes before yeah, you're going to you pop it. it open. I'm still, I'm getting yeah. sweet chocolate and almost a salty mm. quality Ooh. out of it. Like I've, it's what I, what I know is dragon's milk. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Maybe it's where I see, rinsed my palate. Before seeing Curtis in the it. yeah, I mean, I did take, take a cracker just before I, I went in, so maybe that changed something. But mm-hmm. uh, Curtis is saying uh, his taste is pretty dry, not bitter, but he does just down an IPA just before. So that'll that'll, that'll get you. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of retro nasal alcohol um, after I get it, and then just kind of swish it around a little bit. I get a little bit of the back of the nose smell of alcohol um, and the warming sensation, of course. Definitely that. I will say though that. The, the thing I love about the dragon's milk aged stuff is that um, so many other bourbon barrel aged stouts, you get that super boozy taste. And this does not have no. that. I, I, well, I, I've never experienced that with this. Because it's only it only sits in those barrels for 120 days. Yeah, it's right, not. Right. Yeah. Well, they don't do extreme aging for any of the dra- Well, I'll take that back. They do for Just some, as we'll see. You can't say for any at this point. But. Uh, the, when we do our barrel-aged beers, um, we, we, we don't we do who, a We who? We who? Introduce the people who don't know to we. Oh. <laughs> They were talking about your hat on a hat, but they didn't realize yeah, it was a hat, a hat on a hat on a hat. On a hat. hat. Um, so Russian nesting hats. <laughs> Broken Throne Brewing, Pikeville, Kentucky. Um, we're a really tiny brewery, but um, I brew and um, part owner in the company. And so we work uh, to basically do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, we've only been open a couple of years now. And so it's been really interesting to kind of see the pandemic. But what I was going to say, when we want to barrel age... If I want the booze to come forward, six weeks is all I need. And and I can get the booze out of the barrel in six weeks easy. If I want to do something that is more really heavily works that wood. Yeah. More heavily about oxidation. Um, I don't sour anything, but if it were to be soured, um, the longer it's getting there, um, that's that's when I start getting those those types of flavors. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's your oh. head on a hat. I mean, I, I was fine with, with back down to one, but we'll, we'll go two again. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. Well, we have uh, less than 10 minutes now. We want to talk about We're getting charity. close to New Year's, but uh, so let's let's talk a little bit. The whole reason this is going on is uh, for Extra Life and the Children's Miracle Network. So uh, we have some personal experience with a Children's Medical Network, Miracle Network Hospital. But uh, Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, it's a nonprofit organization that raises funds for children's hospitals in the U.S. and Canada that support the health of 10 million children each year across the U.S. and Canada. Donations go to local hospitals, so all of our donations are going to uh, Cincinnati Children's Hospital. Uh, but uh, to fund crucial life-saving treatments and healthcare services, along with innovative research, vital pediatric medical equipment, child life services that focus on kids' emotional health during difficult hospital stays and financial assistance for families who could not otherwise afford these health services. CMN Hospital's uh, funds are unrestricted. Donations stay local and are directed to local member hospitals who best understand their communities, 
most urgent needs, and funds are used where they are needed most. Since its inception in 2008, Extra Life has raised over $70 million U.S. domestic for sick and injured kids. Right now, Children's Hospital needs your support. Be a hero and donate right down that way. (laughs) It's down the... Well, yes, you can down on the page. There's a button on the page, or yes. on the page, or there's a link. Or there. yes, or you can go to the link. <laughs> yes, uh, for those who oh, uh, maybe way. not looking at their computer right now, uh, <laughs> just us randomly pointing just in directions, pointing, trying yeah. to find it. Uh, we do have so we have the in the panel on our page. We've got the donation button as, and then we also have the link itself to our page, which is part of the Diamond Club uh, team effort. Uh, so ours is tinyurl.com slash had extra. All caps. We're pretty sure. Is it all? Ca- okay. I was going to say, to my knowledge, it's not case sensitive like Bitly is, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we got about little uh, six minutes. Six minutes. Cool. Yeah. So. yeah. So in the next six minutes, we will be. Oh, awesome. Thank you for the donation. Uh-huh. Thank you, Anonymous. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not Sam Elliott. Um, So in this next 15 or in the next five minutes, we'll be celebrating New Year's for not only us here locally in the U.S., eastern part of the U.S., regions of Canada, Colombia, Ecuador, uh, with exceptions, Peru, Cuba, uh, Brazil, Panama, uh, small regions of Mexico, Haiti, Bahamas, Turks, uh, Caicos Islands, Jamaica, and small regions of Chile and the Cayman Islands. We always talk about how far over chili feels like it is it's but really it's, it's right in line by the time it yeah. swoops back over yeah we're, we're going to you know in this time zone we've got jamaica bahama come, come on, on pretty mama. mama key largo montego, montego. <laughs> baby why don't we go because of covid no oh, fair <laughs> enough that's why we stay in uh, <laughs> uh we can hear some neighbors already celebrating what do we got going on here? Ooh, this is a heavy bourbon. Yeah. Uh, wrong, we... wrong liquor. Oh, rum, oh. rum. All right. Where's the rum? That's yeah. Oh, that's that's it's all here. <laughs> but Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, oh God, that's strong. Sorry, I, I, <laughs> that's I'm, a scent. I'm still laughing at but Cuba. Uh, God, that's a throwback. But Cuba. But Cuba. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's try to talk real quick about this, and when we get to like. Three Nine, and a half minutes, probably. Someone just <laughs> slap me and say, shut up. Uh, so we are now on, on the Dragon's Milk Reserve rum barrel aged with chocolate, hazelnut, and toasted coconut. First release of 2020 was aged in three months with rum barrels imported from Jamaica and finished in <laughs> on over 2,500 pounds of coconut, 1,000 pounds of toasted hazelnut, and 200 pounds of chocolate. Oh, my gosh. The authentic ingredients <laughs> enhances the flavor uh, imparted by the barrels, including notes of rich molasses, sweet vanilla, and overpowering delicious brews and fireworks. <laughs> fireworks exploding just behind my head. <laughs> right, uh, this, one, this one is... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to do my best... Uh, um, uh, Turkeys could fly? No, I was going with uh, uh, World War II and the Blitz, American journalist. Uh, mm. Edward Merle, thank you. <laughs> thank you, me. All right, well, everyone, uh, is ABV's 12.5% with a beer advocate score of 90 uh, get a get a sip in before we get to the champagne. <laughs> champagne, yeah, this is huge on that that oh. rum aroma. Oh, <laughs> oh my! Oh, that's that's not as good as I that's, wanted. That's there, isn't it? 
I'm that's, okay with that. Actually, it's almost as rummy as that rum barrel aged pumpkin. I got no. Some, that was straight up. That rum. was pumpkin rum. That was just rum. No, that was not beer. That was pumpkin. I got rum, some nail polish is... remover in that. Yeah, I yeah. got some not good things Man. there. Well, okay. So this was the <laughs> first variant to release for 2020. So mm. this came out in January of last year. So it has had 12 months. To kind of hang around and let some flavors die off. So yeah. and rum barrel uh, and rum barrel. The, the, yeah, this is my favorite so far. Um, the the extra percent and a half. I'm guessing they got that from rum barrels. Um, <laughs> they were wet when they put it in. I'm guessing um, because yeah, it were. is a traditional wet barrels. <laughs> Wab wet ass um, barrel. <laughs> so oh, name. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Ooh, that's definitely picked up quite a lot of liquor. Uh, it's ooh. it's a little less astringent the second time, and I'm getting just just like rum, like it's just rum. I'm, yeah, astringency fall off, but there's uh, mm. coconuts faded behind. Like everything is faded behind yeah. the liquor. No chocolate, no coconut, no hazelnuts. No, um, just just rum. I don't get hazelnuts at it's all. The name yeah. out there, by the way. <laughs> it is. It's a Ted offensive outside our window. <laughs> One minute left. <laughs> One minute. Uh, so Somebody's going to have to let me know when we actually get to the 10-9-8 situation. Uh, okay. Well, great question. 50 seconds. Um, for what we're looking at on this one, this would be my buy. Uh, even though, don't look for it to have the chocolate. Don't look for it to have the hazelnut or coconut. Uh, but the, if you like a rum beer, go for it. You don't get many rum beers like this that are distributed nationally. Okay, that's yeah, that's true. Almost no. nationally. This is a 10 9 Thank you. Sorry, I didn't know what thing you were. So thirty seconds. <laughs> thirty seconds. Sorry, the two of us were over here trying to figure out how like, long the clip is. What's, what's seconds involved? <laughs> I'm gonna keep dropping this thing down. All right, almost. Hold, <laughs> hold, drink. I know I'm gonna hit it too soon. Start a little early. <laughs> the delay. Oh, Go. That's true. <laughs> Let's count it down. Ten, Ten nine, nine, eight, eight, eight seven, 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 six, six five, five, four. four Three, two, one. Happy New Year! East Coast, put your hands in the air right now! (laughs) All right. Let's hear it for some Trader Joe's Champagne. (laughs) Trader Joe's. Happy New Year's, U.S. East Coast, and everyone else we named off earlier. Colombia, Ecuador, (laughs) Panama, I'm switching hats. Uh, (laughs) Mexico, Haiti, Cuba. Cuba. Uh, Cuba. We need a little lime. Cuba, Cuba. A little cola in this. Uh... Happy New Year to everyone in in the Eastern Time Zone, the only time zone that matters. Uh, Kidding. Let's wreck those palates. <laughs> That's a cleanser. I'm kind of okay with that. Oh yeah, that is really Some nice. Light. Bubbles to yeah. What yeah. what is this, Casey? We're celebrating the New Year with uh, champagne. <laughs> it's a ten dollar bottle of. Le Borgandi. <laughs> All right. Cremant de Bourgogne. Exactly how you say it. Appellation de Original Controlli. Product of yeah. France. So it is true French Champagne. Champagne. Do you have any of the champagne? Yeah, I just had some. That's pretty good. Nine ninety eight. Really sweet. Trader Joe's. Get this well, fucking brew. year out of here. All right. Nah, it didn't work. work. <laughs> it's it's work now twenty twenty one. New tax year. New tax. <laughs> so we can write the rest of these beers off. Oh yes. Yeah. If only that were the thing to do. We didn't. Okay. You said the champagne. I know champagne's supposed to be really cold. That's not happening, is it? <laughs> I shouldn't be allowed to have props. Um, <laughs> so next up. Next up, it's the 
Try. Got a pour and talk, or uh, someone else we'll get you there. To... Yeah, we're trying to. It's the dragon's it takes mo- two. Yeah, it oh, takes two. Oh, this is the one baby. I'm excited for. For Scotch barrel aged stout with marshmallows, dark chocolate. You had me at Scotch. So <laughs> I'm gonna as, say, as I said on uh, uh, the uh, uh, New uh, Christmas Eve during the Marvel game, Scotch is my gamer fuel. <laughs> Ryeway to heaven, nice. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> How is that not in existence somewhere? It like is. That's, it is. Uh, it's from Revolution. Oh. I could have bought a four-pack today. I can't see the screen that well, so, so sorry. <laughs> All righty. Mm. So, I'll, I'll yeah. spiel us here. Uh, as they said on the website, one of our favorite places to share dragon's milk is around the campfire. And this brew pays tribute to those legendary summer nights. A blend of... <laughs> Highland and Speyside Scotch barrels bring just a hint of peated smokiness, and that is what my burps taste like. That accentuate <laughs> accentuate the roast notes of our signature stout, while toasted marshmallow aroma and flavors set the stage for a rich chocolatey finish. Comes in with a beer advocate score of ninety-two. By the way, did anyone else like as soon as he said summer nights flash to grease? Yeah. Well, well, well. Okay, I will say I cheated and had a four pack of this oh, back in like February. Oh, so I I'm you guessing meant like before we got here, <laughs> two hours ago. I'm guessing this is one of your favorites then. When I had it before, I didn't get anything but the uh, Malo. Yeah, and I was that's very upset. It, it was wasted Scotch Barrel. Yes, congratulations, Deuce. Deuce. Deuce is uh, Deuce no, gone wild. No S. Deuce gone wild. Yeah. Um, for surviving 2020. 2020. No joke. And congratulations, everybody else in chat. You have survived 2020. You've all made it. Looks like we've made well, it. Well, actually, no, not all of them. Just, <laughs> well, just that's true. The East Coast. <laughs> Most yeah. of you. True. Around the world. Yeah. Um, this, the scotch, I think it's drying the beer out more. It is. Mm. And so... But... So disappointing. But there's marshmallow. There is. That, that oh, help, there's marshmallow. That helps me. <laughs> so I'm not getting. That gets me there. I'm not getting the smoke, <laughs> but I'm getting the, the the flavor balancing with the marshmallow. Like it it's, doesn't just bring that out. It's not. There's not a. I mean, the marshmallow is a strong flavor in it, but it's not. Um, what am I trying to say? There there is a good balance of the com- the complexity of the flavors and stuff. It's. Um, I am. I'm as he mentioned though. I'm a little disappointed because we're all fans of scotch here. That's <laughs> you know? true. It, it I would have, have preferred a scotchy it have, taste. It could have more scotch. I do taste a little bit of peat at the end of the marshmallow. Mm. Oh, see, I, peat I'm at not the end of the marshmallow. Of ah! uh, that's a. Uh, but we yeah, need a list while we. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm just tasting. I'm not getting any smokiness, any anything from related to we, scotch. Yeah, we had a, a, a question in the chat. Oh. Uh, Madhouse Black and Blue 2016. Have you heard of it by chance? I have not. No. Nope. Have not. Tell us more, Deuce. Tell me who who more, brews? Tell me more. I'm stuck. I'm guessing it's Madhouse. Is it Madhouse the is the brewery, and Black and Blue is the beer. Uh, oh. I wonder if it's a regional. Just, see, this is. I've had much better like s'mores beers, which yeah. is what this is supposed to be. You, it's, you it's, gave me one. Um, oh, what was that? Probably the Dino s'mores. No. Um, or. Demi Gorgon. Oh, oh Demi yeah. Gorgon. So yeah. good. Demi Gorgon s'mores. That was excellent. The Demi Gorgon s'mores at um, our our Drinktacular event that that Gnome brought down. He brought something down that 
Mm. My socks. No, it wouldn't have been then. Okay. Spores was, just released. Okay. There was a Demogorgon he brought that my socks still have not come back on for being knocked <laughs> off. De- oh, I have the not Dem- found them. So Demogorgon is a local uh, uh, series, I guess, from um, Streetside Brewing in Cincinnati, and it is just wonderful. All the variants they've done so far have just been insane. So what is marshmallow flavor? It tastes like marshmallows. I know, but like, what is that? Uh, it's when you take marshmallows and you cram it into something. <laughs> like marshmallow, all marshmallow is, is like sugar and gelatin, right? Yeah, that's all I so want. So if I just cram sugar and gelatin in my ass, then it's marshmallow flavored? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> I, it's like, a, I don't know, creamy sugar. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I just can't figure it, Like, you can't, like, just take those two things and add them to a beer. And make, you got to get, like, an artificial marshmallow flavor or whatever. Yeah. Because it's actually, like, oh, like oh. there is a marshmallow flavor. But I, I don't know how you make that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we could also. Uh, maybe a little vanilla in there, but that's yeah, not it. Definitely, there, yeah, definitely. There's, there's, there's a, a lot of quality. There's, yeah. Huh. All right. Well, we're already moving on to the next one. And this one is a an old favorite. Clark. Show favorite. Yes, uh, I think we first tried this at our favorite Chinese place, which Casey, <laughs> which we tried to get, to get today, and they and were that's closed. <laughs> where we first tried this, and where honestly, this show, like one of the things that set passions for things happening here. Yeah. Uh, so a throwback to one of our favorite releases: the final reserve of 2020 was aged for three months in select bourbon barrels. Deep roasted notes from premium malts combined with the sweet tones of vanilla and a blend of delicious chai spices to create an experience made to be savored. Uh, the score on this is 91 because, of course, it is. So it's the Dragon's Milk Reserve Vanilla and Chai. Mm. It's so good, you guys. It's so good. Beer Advocate score 91. <laughs> Well-deserved score. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, this was seriously... Uh, is that a Tinder bio? <laughs> So I saw Del Noche because you're describing it. T- yes, and apparently uh, everyone swipes some direction to fuck. Whatever that is. <laughs> so they can swipe f- right. Sure. I, I, just, I don't know. I'm, I don't. I don't know what the use. That's what they're saying in chat. <laughs> so this is like I'm serious. When we were all at Kung Fu Chews, our Chinese Amerasian. Yeah, Amerasia, Kung Fu Chews, uh, Kung Fu. But Casey was the one, because they're also a beer bar, and he was just like, hey, do you have something, you know, back there out of the ordinary? And they brought us out the last bottle they had of the Dragon's Milk Vanilla Chai, and that was, like, we didn't know about variations of Dragon's Milk, and it just, like, it, it's what cracked all of this open. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Chris found himself on a, on a magic carpet flying through the <laughs> deserts, passing the Sphinx and other... <laughs> Noted geographic di- locations that are way too far apart. That thing had to be making like muck, whatever. When singing, just like whole new. Okay. That, that or I was just going through the menu where they had crudely pasted bad pictures of Jackie Chan over things. There's no such thing and... as a bad picture of Jackie Chan. <laughs> that man is a treasure. I would say national, but that nation is China. And they and had switched international all, all the R's and L's around in the menu, so. Yeah, chicken fly rice is chicken pretty good. Chicken fly there. rice. This, uh, this is a good beer. It just is. This is That's science. This is oh. good. I I enjoy it. I don't love chai as much as you guys. Mm. Uh, so it's fine. Well, okay, fine is underselling it. It is. It's good. a big yikes, but no, the the menu thing. But the way you have to be there, the way they do it in Canceled. like <laughs> a very loving way. 
well, pretty, I, I think it is. The owner is yeah. Asian. So yeah, the owner is it's Asian. It's not just like some just like leaning into a stereotype randos, there. Like, yeah. I think more of that has more to do with uh, 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 kung fu movies than it yes, does. Yes, they're playing off uh, the kung fu culture and Which all is, that, and that's they're playing kung fu movies. They have posters yeah, up in the in the place of different kung fu movies. They and they're always playing a kung fu movie on Netflix and the t- on the TV. Always. Or Shrek. I feel like I saw Shrek there once. Maybe. Which is an odd one. I also love that there's a Kung Fu Panda poster there, I don't know if that makes it less yikes. I mean, it's fair. We could be defending monsters. I mean, it's bad. But it's They could be horrible monsters, but their food is fantastic. It's the best food. It's the... Oh, my God. Is that the Chick-fil-A corollary? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) You just feel like garbage. Uh, But But the beer um, is amazing. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan of the I chai. I can understand, like, if you don't like chai, yeah. Because like, you definitely get the spices. Yeah, I don't hate it. I just, I don't love, you know, I, like, I don't have that 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 deep from the soul love that you guys have. It's just kind of like, yeah, no, this is, this is good beer. Yeah. I wish it was more stouty. Okay, that's, if I could knock it. Yeah. Like, the only things I could knock it for is there's, it's real cloying. Yeah. Mm. So it really just, like, pulls your tongue down almost out of your mouth. It is an odd experience to sit here and drink one 12 ouncer between four people because you get three ounces a piece, right? Is that how math works? And then whenever you get done with it, you're like, oh, that was a really good beer. I could have a little bit more. But if I were to have a 12 ouncer of this by myself, it's a totally different world there. Oh, yeah. It's a totally wrecked (laughs) world. I mean, there's a reason my bombers are shared with you guys rather than drunk by myself. So, okay. uh, We've. It looks like we have a little bit of time for me to go off on a tangent here about this. <laughs> so, bombers. And there are breweries who are getting away from this. So, Deschutes, who just got... Uh, was it Deschutes? Yeah, they just got Brew of the Year from the U.S. Beer Open. Delatter's snubbed again. Snubbed. <laughs> I need that series. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they've moved their signature uh, bourbon barrel-aged stout from bombers to four packs of 12 ounces. It's the Abyss. And it has been since that brewery came around in the, God, was it the late 80s that Deschutes came out? Uh, it seems right. But uh, the Abyss has always been in Bombers, and this year they finally cracked it into 12 ounces, and it has been magical. Uh, Stone did uh, did the same thing year before last. Yeah, year before last they put uh, Woot Stout that they mm. do with Will Wheaton. Uh, oh, they put it into 12-ounce bottles, and then last year they put it into 12-ounce cans. So we are seeing this nice shift of these things that used to only be available in bombers because some of us don't have time or the fortitude to sit down on a weeknight and pound a bomber of like fifteen percent stout. Amen. So we've got a, I've got my timer stick, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I, I feel like when you—that's for home defense. <laughs> when you decide to go into the small format bottles like this 12 ounce, you're making a, a distinct decision to say this is for personal consumption, not for a share unless where you're sharing eight of them. Exactly. And so when you go into a bomber, you're like, we're trying marketing wise. You're trying to get your beer shared amongst a lot of people. That's, that's a line share beer is what you've got. Mm. Yeah. And, and so when that could happen. Yes, it, <laughs> exactly. And so this year would be a perfect year to go, down to that minimalism. Yeah, you know great cans are, guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, how good and cheap they are, and how well they keep. Unless you're three Floyds, and you say, "Eff it, we're doing Dark Lord." 
Come here and get it. <laughs> well, Dark Lord's like, we'll just save that back for the next 25 yeah, years. You can't drink that right yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, Kinko Mum is fine and tasty. Sometimes I could drink it. I mean, that's my own problem. But, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, look, we need to move off. Uh, into oh, God, we the... have one more. Well, we have two, two more. more. What are you talking about? So, speaking of special left. releases, because it was 2020, it feels like... New Holland kind of got shafted because they had already planned that this year would be the first annual Day of the Dragon. Yeah. In which they Sounds were like going... a Dragon Force song? No, it's Heart of the Dragon. <laughs> they were going to release special beers, and I'm going to warn my uh, cohorts here that there is particulate in the beer. Do not be worried. <gasps> not worried. I'm, I'm, I'm ready it's, to nibble. I eat that stuff up. It's I'm, a light <laughs> snack. Brush my teeth. I brush my teeth to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at Day of the Dragon, it was a brewery-only event, and they had uh, the trunks of the dragon. Yeah. They had uh, a couple of variants that were only available there, would not hit distro, and they also released the uh, first ever Dragon's Milk Bourbon, which is only available at the brewery slash distillery. <laughs> And we're going to rock into the first of these, which as soon as I saw its name, I could not wait to try it. Wait, should you go get the... Oh, the prop. I just realized. <laughs> the uh, snack. We should have had this tell ready. Us, tell us, tell uh, us about this beer, Casey. So I see, I see Bob's glass getting pushed over here, and it looks like you put cookie crisps in the top. <laughs> <It does. laughs> Ooh, cookie crisps. <laughs> uh, so, You'll need to take a drink before you take a bite. Stroopwaffle... European cookie waffle with caramel There's in between. I'm guessing it's of German. Bake off about this on the last season. Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Bob's never had a Stroop waffle, so we had to try the Stroop oh, waffle. He's... Yeah, and you—if this was a warm beverage, you would put this over top of it. To... Sorry, I'm, I'm too much. Look, the best beers are served with a snack. I'm I'm hiding, trying to hide my erection from camera. <laughs> Forget the palates. <laughs> There's your snacks. Oh, they're wrecked Stroop next waffle. beer anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to do a Stroop waffle beer and serve it uh, in the brewery with a waffle like this. Stroop oh, waffle. can you stand it? Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Not easy to make though. I learned. Bourbon barrel aged stout with caramel, vanilla, cinnamon, and coffee beans. Oh heck yeah! This is one I had to trade to get. Mm. <laughs> I traded. Will lift slightly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I traded that a happens. lot of good. Very good local stuff to get this. For, for that bag of Stroop waffles? All right, so I, I believe the it. The head in the cup looks like the pattern of the Stroop waffle. <laughs> I, I don't know how they've managed that. I mean, mine looks like there's actual Stroop waffle in it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Again, the particulate. <laughs> Which, I'm okay. I keep trying to get that bit in my mouth. It tastes more Stroop waffly than a Stroop waffle. <laughs> like, it's got more cinnamon notes to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my god I'm this trying to figure out <laughs> what the waffle, particulate like the is national anthem. <laughs> oh. mm, so I think it's because this has coffee in it so mm. it's not yeah. like the Stroop waffle rounds not, it out there's not coffee like infused in the Stroop waffle you're just supposed to have coffee with it I want to watch that British Bake Off episode now it feels it does feel like I just dipped a cookie in coffee mm. mm-hmm. The there's a Oh my god! There's a. I'm not a coffee drinker, but that's a damn good. Mm. Yeah. There's a concept in in mm. flavor and brewing and everything where you want like there to be this this continuation across the entire palate. So like, 
a beer, you could have front notes and then back notes, things that you get at the very beginning, things that you get at the very end. I get that out of the Stroopwafel. I get like a sweetness at the very end. I get this cinnamon at the very beginning. But adding in that coffee into the Stroopwafel beer rounds it out somehow. It like gives you a mid-palate flavor there. Sorry, because that's... ideally you're supposed to eat, the, like you have to put it on your hot beverage mug. Generally it's going to be a coffee, I would assume. And it, it like kind of warms the Stroopwafel up and, you know. I can't brush my teeth through the Stroopwafel. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, everything I thought it could be. When I saw them announce it, I cried <laughs> because we were in lockdown and I couldn't, like there was, I was home with our son and I couldn't justify leaving to go to Michigan to get this, although in later months I was able to justify going to Chicago to get Dark Lord. That's Look, priorities. That's, that's exactly right, Curtis. Um, it's the uh, experience of it. Mm. it. It's, I don't know, it, it's delicious. This is the best one of the night so far. Yeah. This, it's like it it's everything I wanted. Best it's, part of waking up. Stroop off all in your, your cup. Or in in your cup. That's just totally mm. correct. I mean, it, okay, yeah, let's dip. Let's dip it. <laughs> I can't. It won't Aww. fit. Dip them oh, fucks no, right in. You have to bite in. it in half. I have to <laughs> eat more cookie to make it fit. I, I mm. think I figured it out. The particulate matter comes from whoever's on the line dipping their waffles <laughs> in this. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. Mm. Beer and cookie. Oh, my God. It's our new show. Mm. A great a great midstream snack. Although we're near <laughs> the end. Oh, oh yeah. We have uh, 10 minutes left. Well, so, last beer? last beer? No, you're going to have to give me a second. <laughs> He needs a moment with this one. I've got to finish. <laughs> Look, you just... We go to weird places a lot. Sorry, guys. Uh, mm. At least scroll down, because I don't even know what the next one is. <laughs> it won't fit. Triple. <laughs> well, no, the next one's the Big Daddy, the best they've ever made. But oh, triple mash. No, we're not We're not letting these hang around, so... Gosh. Uh, clinky, clinky. Uh, I, need a, I need a toast. Or did you already drink all yours? No, because I'm dying. There's so many like unfinished cups over there. Well, look, look I, at this, you guys. I don't. You can see because well, you we'll, have a problem and we don't. Oh. No, we'll talk. We'll talk. At, we'll talk post show while I'm having trouble. Oh, I'm fine. Mm. Would you like a cold sausage? <laughs> look, I wasn't feeling great to start with. Let's not address that on stream. I want to get behind the scenes. While I get this poured, we can address some things about that. If you guys missed the Oktoberfest stream where we kicked off our fundraising for tonight. Um, we did a you Del guys make us drink. Del Noche and Amos got their money. So did Curtis. <laughs> but uh, you guys were heroes and got really on it and got us really drunk really fast. So we didn't make that mistake tonight. But... You cannot chug these. No, we're not chugging this. Uh <laughs> We've got some pretty good evidence that we might have a couple of companions for next year. And we were discussing earlier that maybe we'll do the same thing when they're here. Curtis, can I just say, I, I was like, oh, God, Curtis is going to be here. and He's going to kill me. <laughs> I will die at the hand of Curtis. <laughs> I won't be mad at him. <laughs> so is we there a song uh, about that? Oktoberfest next know. year. Hopefully, we will have uh, Kent and Amos here in Cincinnati for Oktoberfest. Cincinnati, America's Oktoberfest, the second largest Oktoberfest in the world. And maybe we can put them through the spiel of drinking for donations. Hmm. Mm. Del Noche, oh dear God. <laughs> We're writing checks. 
that your asses are going to have to cash. 2.30 may not be so kind. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not going to be. We're doing... A, a, we're running short on time now, but uh, for 2.30, uh, we're going to do what we originally were going to do for Oktoberfest. So we're doing a... It is now built to a nine-deep barley wine vertical. Because we're of, smart. Of Sierra Nevada's <laughs> Bigfoot barley wine, dating all the way back to 2012. We're missing... 2012. I think, we're missing year, two, but we're going to make up for them with a big bomber of a barrel-aged one. The year the world was supposed Whoa. to end. Yes. All right. So... Well, I'm seeing woe. So this is uh, this is my spiel to take again. Oh, wow. So this is Dragon's Milk Reserve Triple Mash. Sure. This is the Big Daddy and probably the best Dragon's Milk they've ever made. This was a Day of the Dragon exclusive. No. So they said, how do you improve upon that. a legend? A few years ago, our brewers were tackling this very question, taking our beloved Dragon's Milk. They ramped it up in every way to create something even bigger and bolder after three separate mashes. A delicate loudering and a year's slumber in New Holland Spirit Barrel's Dragon's Milk Triple Mash was born. The rest, they say, is history. So this bad boy rested in bourbon barrels for a year. All the others were only 120 days. You know that scene in Pulp Fiction where uh, uh, Uma Thurman does a line of coke in the bathroom? <laughs> that's, that's how I feel taking a sip out of this. So ABV is 17%. Uh, has yep. a beer average score of ninety four. <laughs> Thankfully, this is where it tops got, out tonight. Look, you gotta you gotta beat worldwide stout for me to scream your ABV on on stream now. <laughs> and it's this this I doesn't mean, beat worldwide stout, it but it almost meets it. It's, it does. It's, it's close. awfully close. <laughs> but they mashed it three times, meaning they started with water running through the ingredients to make this, and then they ran beer through the ingredients to make this. And then they took that beer and ran it back through the ingredients again so and then put it, it in a bourbon barrel for a year. So here's the weird thing about... Uh, go ahead and take your take your drink. But here's the weird thing I think about uh, a lot of uh, Dragon's Milk. There is a pretty strong, like, fig taste that kind of runs through a uh, lot of them. Yeah, I would say a tropical stout kind of thing. yeah. Because that's uh, local Braxton Brewing does that with their mm. their stout. So the only thing I can I can like have akin to this beer is or or make a comparison with how they make this. Utopius? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, I was gonna say like I don't think it's that. Addictive. No, no, no. This is made. Say you're making a pot of coffee, mm-hmm. and then you you make your pot of coffee, right? Right. You throw away those grounds put new grounds in there and then put the coffee in the back of the, the of coffee the, yeah. maker you instead mean, of water. You mean like how we used to joke in college that we wanted to make coffee out of caffeinated water? Exactly. So you take your coffee and you put it back in there and you let that make an extra strong coffee and you throw away those grounds and then you put more coffee in and put the coffee in, in the back, back and, and let it pour over and make extra strong coffee again. That's basically what they've done with this beer. You'll, you, if you did that with coffee, you'd get everything you need to done and then die. It's true. Uh, it's like crack. He's done the double part of that, not the not the third step. The best mm. part of waking double word no, coffee. It's cardiac yeah. rest in your cup. There is a there's a certain point where you just can't get any more sugar out because the concentration of <laughs> yeah. it's like trying to stir cold sweet tea. It just uh, uh, some of y'all from the south may know what I'm talking point, about. The, Southerner, I understand. At a certain point, the sugar just clogs up the. Yeah, mm. you just can't get any more sugar into it. Oh my god.
That is amazing. So if, if you're to understand when we say 17%, you're like, oh, that must be hard to drink. No, it's well, very much not. Yeah. No, For you. No, this. Uh, okay. I was going to say this is. This is you, easy the general sense. <laughs> the I mean, the royal you. The drunken you. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd, I'd, it's a, it's a, hmm. it's well, a little bit much. That, let's dare to go like Icarus. No. I, every let's time I take a drink close. of it. Oh, let's dip, let's dip the waffle so, in the Jesus. triple mash. Every mm. time I take a drink of it, I feel like, oh, God, now mm. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to throw up. I, I do get. <laughs> pass it over here. I do get like. A burn in the back say, of the like throat. There's, a, there's an acidity. It's yes. like you, for some reason, it's like, and I'm not getting a burn, but it's, it's almost like the strength of the <sighs> the alcohol. God. Like I can feel it every, like it hits me in the face yeah. every time, and I'm like, oh. I mean, this is this is <laughs> like going to happen. I'm gonna puke. Some liqueurs, yeah, have this. This is higher than most wines. Yeah, I mean, it's it's up there. <sighs> Never got another bottle. We can get into. Oh my gosh. Okay, anyway, we have four minutes left. So, so when, uh, why are we doing this whole thing? Why are we doing um, the stream at, at midnight across the world? Um, it all has to do with the, the cause that we're here with tonight. So, if you want to learn more, you can visit right up here, tinyurl.com slash H-A-D-E-X-T-R-A, had extra. Um, and that will give you an idea of what we're, we're really out here campaigning for. And it's the, the Children's Miracle Network group of hospitals, um, that charity group, and their Extra Life campaign. So if you have and are able to, um, please give. Um, if you're not able to today, but in a little while you're able to give, please go ahead and do that later as well. But if you, you're able to tonight, please do. Um, like Chris and Brittany said, they've had experiences with these um, Children's Miracle Network hospitals, yeah. um, have had, from what I understand from them, some great services from them and, and have had great experiences not having to travel very far to get to one, which is which is excellent. Yeah. Um, for those of you that have not had to do that, count your blessings, um, and hopefully, hopefully, none of you ever have to go through that. But um, if you do, they're there for the people um, that need them, and so that's a really great charity to give to, and that's the whole reason we're here. Yeah. So uh, if you are able to, even though it's after midnight, some of you on our coast, some of you all may still be able to get in on this tax year <laughs> with those donations. So go ahead and please if, give. If you need to unload a lot of money. <laughs> Uh, go to. You can go to patreon.com slash have a drink show. Drop, oh, no, wait, wait, no, that's the wrong. Not one. tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. Or have a drink You can drop it. <laughs> give it to the kids. Give, go, go to the link that's that's down there. Hey, go go give they, it to the kids. And hey, got to say, you guys are heroes. You, I mean, how far over the total you guys have already gone for the night is insane. Ours is showing like our personal goal. Yeah, our which, pages goal. It's fine, like, uh, but no, what you guys are stellar. It is amazing how much we've raised as a group this year. It is awesome. I can't wait to see how we finish. I want to say the night, but it'd be technically morning. Eh. I don't know, but we'll, we'll revisit in a couple hours, and you guys just cool. keep at it, keep giving. Let's keep going. We'll reconvene the, the, the drunk trust. We've got less than a minute left, so we're getting ready to raid the next group. Brittany, you've got who's coming up next? Yeah. Poodle Puncher? Poodle puncher, but I'm having trouble finding poodle. Uh, are they? Is he not 
streaming right now? What is Poodle Puncher going to be? Keep it uh, going, absolutely. Keep it going. I mean, we're, we're, we're fine to keep going. We can I, keep it going. Uh, <laughs> she can't find uh, the, the raid thing, so I guess he's not online yet. Yeah. Hey, we can keep it going. Hey, you guys really want to keep it going? Uh, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll go. He's not alive yet. Uh, okay, we'll oh, keep it going. Okay. We'll keep it going. Uh, I mean, I, please keep drinking. <laughs> That's our other show that we vamp, did. Like, <laughs> vamp, vamp. All right. Double fisting. Gotcha. Oh, um, where's oh. My Bring glasses. Where's my shroop waffle? Oh my no. gosh. No. No. <laughs> no. Not like this. That's not, that's not been aged. Oh God. That's right. That's, Chris, that's kinkoman. <laughs> Soy sauce. Well, we didn't get our Chinese food earlier, so... Uh, speaking of plum wine... <laughs> we, we wanted Chinese earlier, so... And we're going to keep going. We're going to stall for time with 2020 Dark Lord from Three Floyds Brewing. I See, I was just going to double fist Shroop Waffle and um, the last one, whose name I forgot. The Triple Man. And match. I've got to get a knife, because this is sexy oh, wait. and... I never carry a knife, but I did say... I got... Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I got a... For reasons, Movie Party is getting us into some of my Dark Lord early. I was going to say I got one of these. I've cracked the wax, so it doesn't matter. Even if they get going in the next few minutes, we're still plowing ahead on this. Because he's (laughs) determined for us to have a very bad day tomorrow. Oh, it's okay. We were professionals. We got Pediasure. I, I find it or very... Pedialyte. Pedialyte. The it's the diet Pediasure. Sure. No, I don't know. We can hydrate easy. Uh, they use their like special cap underneath songs. Yes. Okay, fair enough. And so hits. the bottle is very sexy, and that's what uh, we're trying to figure out. Oh, God. No, okay. Look, you shouldn't be jealous. You don't break Dark Lord up under, like, seven years. Let me see that knife. i got to get the... The wrap. Straight so soy sauce. And I don't the, have any dumplings. The bottles are <laughs> yeah, either meat. printed or completely wrapped around. So they put this yeah, I'm protective interested. film around it because it is the sexiest beer bottle I've ever want. seen in my life. You will. It's going to give a player. No, I mean of these two. There's a very different taste. I'm so there's sure. not. We are going to... I don't know what to do with that. I've never had this. It's going to be real cold. Dark Lord. Huh. This is Use the, a sword, Chris. Look, we discussed sabering the... The, no. the only sword nearest to us is my claymore. It's a five-foot blade. I don't think it would be appropriate. What about the axe? It would take two or three people. The uh, axe, axe would take just as many people. Yeah. <laughs> that could be the next the idea for the next stream. <laughs> uh, could someone look up some stats on Dark Lord 2020 as I pour it and pass it around? A base variant. Well, it smells like... Base. Uh, some. What's that stuff? Soy sauce. Soy sauce. Soy sauce. No, no, that that would be salty, and that'd be great. Um. Oh my God! What's liquid smoke? Oh. So this is not warmed up. So that is again, I wasn't expecting to crack it out, but there's very much a chloroseptic uh, aroma. So uh, I can't say Dark Lord um, is per the brewery. <laughs> Uh, should age for five years at least before you crack them open. Uh, my experience has shown about three years might be the best spot when opening this, but it is not a bourbon barrel age. It is just a massive imperial stout. So seriously, did not know this. Phone not know that I'm constant. Like I am, I am 21. Like <laughs> I, should by now. Um, the Dark Lord. You can tell the year by the wax color. Oh. Usually yeah. until this year when they went with these sexy raft bottles. Got so I've got some decoding the wax 
the wax seals in the fridge that so, I got because they did a seller clear this year where they uh, sold Dark Lord variants ranging from uh, basically what we did, we'll be doing later with uh, the barley wines from 2012 all the way through to now. All right. Well, Dark Lord is a demonic Russian imperial stout brewed with coffee, Mexican vanilla, uh, Indian sugar, and this beer defies description. Bottles available one one day per year, Dark Lord Day, brewed in Munster, Indiana. It is 15% ABV and 50 IBUs. In Indiana sugar? Uh, I don't know. Or, oh. uh, Indian. Indian sugar? Yeah. Oh, wow. You need about five minutes. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. I did not know this was a thing. So Ooh, that's jaggery a, that's a taste. is a type of unrefined sugar Ooh. made from sugar cane or palm. Much of the world's production takes place in India. Yeah. I said, Look, God damn. It yeah, is, not in a good way. This Ooh. this is meant to age. Uh, yep. I love this. Okay. The this rest of us are like, <laughs> Casey's like, this, this is, is great. <laughs> I like sweet things, though. Um, I'm not getting sweet. I'm getting salty. I'm getting, you know what it's? It, it's like that old people candy. Werther's original? Werther's? <laughs> no. I love Werther's, too. So. I love Werther's. No, not um, Werther's. It's like that, mm. that stuff that never... You don't know the name of it. It's not a... Oh, it's <laughs> the, the yellow wrapper? The, like, That's Werther's, Butterscotch? No, 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 no. Okay, so, the guys, yellow everyone keeping <laughs> salty, huh? Curtis says. <laughs> so, um, come keep, keep all these impressions in mind. Come back at 2.30. We're going to okay. let the rest of this bottle warm up. We'll, we'll drink it in the between time when it hits the correct temperature, and we'll give our interpretation of it then. Again, though, this is fresh. This is this is not how they intend you to drink it. No. They tell you, do not drink it like this. They're right. <laughs> so 15% alcohol? Yes. 50 IBUs? It does not drink like 15%. No, I will give it that. But that's... Keep in mind, Dark Lord isn't as strong as Dragon's Milk Triple Mash. No, it's not. But I'd rather I love drink, this. I'd rather drink Dragon's Milk Triple Mash. Yep. There's so I don't know. Maybe my palate's like Casey's, and it's just like mangled and destroyed <laughs> to the point that you need it. It's like I need Brazilian fart porn. <laughs> it's just like I'm so deep. My tongue is so desensitized to other beers. I need something like this to get off. Man. No. I thought I, I like, erased oh. my browser history. Because <laughs> oh, all of a sudden, man. Chris hit on Casey's fetish. <laughs> See me blush a little. Um, <laughs> when mm. you swirl this, you get this. I get a smoky scotch in the back of my tongue. Like, I really get peat and... Mm. I see motor oil in the glass when you yeah. swirl yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's fair. Like, burnt motor oil. So yeah, that's what I taste. If you if you follow our show and listen or watch, you should know that if you hold up a stout to the light, it should actually be ruby through. You no. hold this up, there is no light. There is only darkness. <laughs> it's there only is, dark, it, There's only death. There, there's nothing you know, that shows through. I'm okay with the no oblivion. ruby in okay, a stout. Okay, this is like... The bitterest coffee. Yeah, that I think that sets it. This is the darkest, bitterest coffee you've ever seen. Like, and uh, let's be clear, I'm not a coffee drinker. The most coffee I will take is in my beer. This is go to Starbucks and order a black eye, and that's the closest non-alcoholic thing you can get to this. The thickness is really what brings it around. <laughs> yeah, is so, it? No, I'm I'm saying like it's not a black eye necessarily. You you got to add thickness to it because the black eye is kind of watery. Yeah, 
So you got to get like a little that thick creaminess. Put a little molasses, a little molasses as your sweetener. Because it's there. And then like, like why do we climb mountains, some Brittany? Dextrose or something to put in there to like so, give it body. Give it. You could get a black eye and put some sugar in the raw, and what to thicken it maybe. Cornstarch. Okay. Yeah. A little cornstarch. Well, See, you say right now they have I'm just picturing it turning into like a non-Newtonian fluid, and you're just like slapping that fucking thing. <laughs> like our beers are turning out now. So <laughs> as Del Noche says, <laughs> and I'm aroused. So that's also the other end of the spectrum. If the world does kind of <laughs> shift back to normal and Oktoberfest <laughs> happens and they're able to come here, then guess what we're going to be doing? I've got a vertical of Dark Lords. <laughs> I think I've got a 2017, a 2019, or 2018, and 2020s, plus variants that we can dive into. <laughs> but you know what? If you want to see a vertical, just look to my right. Um, <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> and see <laughs> us go balls deep in a Bigfoot barley wine and okay. re- regret our life choices. Dumb, <laughs> dumb story, but while we're, while we're still vamping for time. Uh, or professional time vampers. Right. Uh, I I'm can't... about to just start grabbing cups I see over there and drinking them. I love them. this beer. I I love it right now. So the... Casey, uh, if you're the head brewer, you can you can begin to make a Dark Lord clone. I don't know if I can because when you get up to 15 percent alcohol, it is very difficult to not make it taste alcoholic. Mm. And to me, this does not taste alcoholic. I don't get the alcohol. I feel it. I feel <laughs> every sip. <laughs> huh. Also, since I guess we're vamping for time, I can show off what I did. <laughs> I was very proud of this earlier because I made a prop out of my dragon's milk glass. He's going to start knitting next. I might. Goblet koozies. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Goblet koozies. I was proud. And there was no way to show it off on the stream until now. Oh, I think... Poodle might be live if my poodle, if poodle, I, if, poodle, poodle, poodle. Rockin' never will. If my uh, uh, <laughs> if my movie party Discord is correct. So um, it should be stated that before we went live for this, we were uh, drinking and is listening to Best of Booty, the the new one that has the several uh, <laughs> WAP covers. Oh my god, it's so good, you guys. Devil Wap down to Georgia is a personal favorite or Bohemian Wapsity. Bohemian Wapsity has the best name. It does. But, yeah. Easily. But the Devil Wap down to Georgia is the better song. Yes. Yeah. About a minute or two. All right. Yeah. We good to go? Uh, about a minute nope. or two still. Yeah. Oh, okay. A minute or two? Yeah. I would play it, but I don't know if we'd get like a takedown situation. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, and I, it would it's hard to say them. because yeah, we've all been, our sounders yeah. have been That's deafening. true. That's but true. Poodle, they, they're saying in the chat he is all live, right. so let's try searching one Am more I, time. See, yeah, we, we just searched and couldn't find him. So we're, we're, Poodle we're, is ready. His body is ready. His body is ready, but his mind. God, it's telling me no. Can I, can I also say before we get, get going over to this, how much I miss the, uh, 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 the movie draft for the... the it, it, that, yes, uh, whoever, who all does the movie draft? Yeah. It's uh, us, Game Night, Ritual Misery, uh, Movie Party. Everyone in the uh, the B team. As we, we have a better name. We have a different name. I, I always liked B team. But um, but yeah, no, I, I miss. Have we still not? Do you just read? Yep. Yep. I guess sure. so. The button's Flash not right. coming. All right, guys. Uh, we're going we're gonna to hit our sign off. 
the stream team guys uh stream team that's it hopefully Thank movie you. theaters will open and we can get that going again but we're gonna do our sign off which Subscribe and get some no. great resources at haveadrinkshow.com. Follow us at Have a Drink Show on social media and twitch.tv, like here. You can tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, leave some general feedback at uh, feedback at haveadrinkshow.com. Use the feedback page on the website. Uh, messages on Facebook, smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever you want to do. We'll answer them maybe eventually. Uh, all joking fun aside, we want to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. We trust you guys. Give to the children. Yes, and thank, uh, we will see you again Another couple of weeks for our next normally scheduled show. Send them, uh, send them a message and just say, uh, "I'm too drunk to taste this chicken." Let's get, <laughs> let's get going. Yes, uh, kick you guys. All Here right, let's raid on. Too drunk to taste this chicken. I'm too drunk to taste this chicken. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>